Hey, what's up, cuties? It's me, Stephen Bro and Cortez, the guy who got his name wrong with the last intro and outro of the last episode. It's okay, because we say "Why the F not here" at the "Why the F not" podcast with me, Stephen Bro and Cortez. Welcome to episode thirty-eight. This is part two of my conversation with Sam Lennon, um, one of my really good friends. Enjoy this conversation where I'm not disgustingly loud. And, uh, uh, there's no car that Lennon's in. She's, uh, there's a phone ringing at one point, but it's all part of the ambiance, part of the charm. Come on in, y'all. Enjoy. Oh my God, we're back. <laughs> yes, we are. This is going to be wonderful. Uh, first episode sounded pretty good. I was loud as fudge. Didn't <laughs> like it. But yeah. Yeah, my mic was loud. So I just, well, let me see. It's better now, so hopefully I won't be too loud. And also, Stephanie's in session, so none—you hopefully nothing can. Can you hear anything of what she's saying? No. Thank God, beautiful. So just me and you. All right, we're back. Ba da ba ba ba. We're back, fuckers. What's up, Stephen? How you doing? What you do today? Well, I did some work. Let's see. I'm still technically working, but you know. Uh, doing my best right now. I take a break, so this is good. But also, do working on my coding, dude. So the coding, is like, okay. So the lesson plan I'm on, it's called, it's called Techno- Technologia School of Magic, Code Illusion. So it's basically this whole thing is made to feel like a giant RPG video game, but in the process, you're learning how to code, how to game develop, how to do web design, all the things I told you before, but it's all a game. And I've been stuck on this friggin' puzzle because there's so many puzzles in this game. And the last one, I, I literally had to step away for a couple of days and I finally cracked it. So I'm feeling like a, like a fucking, like what's that guy from YouTube who like cracks puzzles and stuff and solves them? That's what I feel like. Solve murders now. No, I can just make video games about murders. <laughs> that so, that stuff on the you know decoding and all that all that nerd shit that has everything to do with like what you're doing it it's really impressive because it's like where the fuck do you start like what do you do how do you get into this that's fucking crazy. Dude, I'm hoping to get I'm putting it out there right now because like the job I'm doing right now isn't forever you know it's contracted. Right. But once it's done, uh, it's my chance to really go out there and, uh, and get my feet wet because I want to I want to get myself an entry level game developing game designing gig with some small indie company trying to make a game. I don't want to be the head of any. Uh, maybe I should have that ambition, make my own game and just start from the ground up and see what the work is. But uh, you just got to try. You got to do something. You know, it's just it's like anything else. Right. You just got to. Get the fuck out there and do something. Exactly. You know, if you don't try, then you'll never know. That's it. Like, no. it's okay to yeah. fail, but just get back up. Keep going. There you go. And because also, why you... not, right? <laughs> because why the fuck not? There you go. There you go. And and don't be scared of getting embarrassed. I, like that's the one thing. Also, people like people are afraid to look stupid or silly or or the fear of embarrassment. And ugh, I don't like that for myself. Okay. Uh, honestly, I can't even see you like being capable of, you know, being that kind of person who's not true to yourself. I, I, I just don't see that in you. I just see nothing but success, good times, and weed. <laughs> <laughs> Some good old integrity, man. Good uh-huh. old cannabis. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, like even my first audition back at Birmingham, you know, like my first audition, like I remember during the audition process, 
they had a, a point of us when we were just uh we were up on stage singing for you know the director miss swan old music teacher also and then Aww. every everyone else who was auditioning was also in the auditorium which isn't really the best thing to do but whatever high school's high school i fucking hate that yeah it was horrible but i mean it's one of the biggest it was it's it was it's definitely one of the biggest catalysts of my self-growth throughout my life because i experienced something that most would consider detrimentally embarrassing oh yeah i i, I experienced that dude oh, so i had an audition and at the end of my song i sang the whole song it was good at okay. the end at the last note the high note my voice cracked in front of everybody and what? everyone started laughing even <gasps> me i started laughing too i had to it was either sink or swim at that moment it was exactly. either i really don't know why people laugh it takes fucking guts to get your ass up there and do that oh yeah people people laugh because of uh they're feeling awkward themselves they don't know how to handle this moment these feelings so they laugh wow you know what i mean i i would have got upset and be like why are you laughing wait till you get up here Nah, nah, because why are you saying that? What's 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 fueling that comment? Is that because of defensiveness? Because you don't like how they're laughing at you or make how it makes you feel? No, I like I wouldn't care if they laughed at me because I can handle it. But the thing is, where in their mind do they think it's appropriate or it's okay to laugh at somebody who's trying their best? You know? It's never okay to laugh at anybody. So that I would have said something just on behalf of everybody like you know it takes guts to get up here because i don't like letting people get away with it because it's not okay oh fair enough fair enough but it's like a fart you know someone farts you laugh well i know but this this is you you know auditioning trying to sing like where where the hell is that funny you know that's not okay that's not nice my voice cracked it was funny like that's the thing see it's about not taking it too seriously because it was funny my voice cracked like it was me singing honestly, sincere, and my voice cracked. It was funny, <laughs> like that's the thing. We can't take ourselves too seriously. No, I you know get I mean? that part. I get that part. Trust me. Like I, I always laugh at myself. If I were to eat shit, fuck it, whatever. Gotta but, make sure you're okay first, then laugh. <laughs> oh no, I, I, of course, like I can laugh at myself. Like we all can laugh at things like that, but it's just like certain times, certain places, you know. I get that. Sorry. My freaking computer's on and uh, the, the program I'm learning, I was, the map was just on. I wasn't working on anything. I was listening to you. But then I'm, I'm just messing with the mouse and I clicked a portion of the map. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to click here. And I guess I solved the fucking poem puzzle. Okay. Oh, my God. I have to put this away. I was like, wow. Are you streaming? Was... No, no, not streaming at all. No, no, no. Simba, stop it. I haven't streamed in so long, like video game streaming. If you hear heavy breathing, it's Simba. He's you liar to you. Don't 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 put this oh, on a dog. He just cried right now. No. Oh, little baby. You hear him breathing? Did you put him up to the mic? Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I heard him. No biting the chair. Stop it. You gotta use a firm, lower registered voice. If your no voice biting. is, yeah, you have to make it firm, like no biting. It's funny because his. His owner, he's Armenian, so he's got like this hefty voice, and you go Simba, and it's oh. fucking, it's cool, it's badass. <laughs> he's like Ada Simba, no. Mm-hmm. The only Armenian phrase I know is Inches geta, Inches geta, which means have you eaten? 
you should when you're when, <laughs> why when do you're, you say that so aggressively i don't say it aggressive i guess i just say it like that because i just remember back in elementary school this teacher i went to school with like a lot of like armenian kids like in north hollywood big armenian filipino you know community mm-hmm. and so we had a lot of uh, armenian uh, I guess staff members i don't know if they're volunteers or just regular staff members who would help during lunch and whatnot and one of the kids his name's arthur he uh like, I don't know if he like if he had a rough house life or whatever. Homie messed with me a lot, bullied me. I don't know. But I remember that one of the teachers, staff members helping during lunch would always ask him, Inchisketa, Arthur, Inchisketa. And I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Years later, that shit, that phrase stuck in my head. I'm asking friends, yo, what does Inchisketa mean? And they're <laughs> like, oh, they're like, it means have you eaten? And I'm like, fuck. Was that teacher just checking if that kid's been eaten? Like, does he not eat? <laughs> like, like, is he poor? Like, I I know a lot of Armenians are like balling out in NoHo. You know, I've seen them in your Mercedes. I see you, but like, is this homie right here? Is he is he struggling? So you never know someone's oh. struggle. But yeah, that's why I only know that phrase. Inches get a nice. And I know how to say shut up too. Susmina. Oh no. I think that shut up. But anyway, I should learn better things. Yeah, we um, always know the bad shit. When we learn languages. That's so dumb. Dude, I asked my boy Jang. Uh, shout out Jang. Living, he's in South Korea right now. He, oh, man, shit. We, were, we were college homies. Yeah, man. He was the homie. Uh, he went back because I don't know if you know this, but in Korea, I think this is for the men only. But the men are required to serve a certain amount of years in the armed forces. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. My boss was telling me that. Yeah. So he came to the States at CSUN for college and then back he's back over in south korea right now and uh but he was i was like dude teach me something teach me how to say stuff and then the homie homie goes all right i got you steven he goes um oh my god it was uh bump on a jump was the last part it was uh oh basically the dude taught me how to pick up a girl and be like hey you're pretty can i have your number (laughs) and i was like jane can i i cannot learn how to just say hello and by the way hold up I'm freezing out, but I remember, I remember the way to greet someone Korean is, uh, oh my God, my friend, my, my best friend, Jenny Park's going to kill me. I'm freezing up. Do you know how to say hello in Korean? No. No, it's, uh, oh, fuck, hold up. No, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Oh Lord, Jenny, don't, don't hate me. It's not, I'm not why do I keep thinking Japanese? Watch. It's going to be so simple. I'm going to be like, damn, that was it. I'm an idiot. See? Uh, what, what, what is this? What, what is this? Can I hear this? It won't let me hear it. How to say hello in Korean. It's really easy. I swear. Oh my God. Once I, I swear. Ah. Oh no, that's not it. Before declaring any Korean greeting, take a minute to sum up the situation. Look how much thought people in like the Korean language puts into just a greeting. American language is so stupid. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, think about it. If if they say that language is power, you know, language is power. Knowledge is and power. And who says this? History. History says that. Look at other countries. Those with knowledge who know things who can, like, if you know, like, if, like, think about this. Ready? Language is power. Check this out. I throw you in the middle of the country that you don't know the language of. You're lost. You're powerless. Like, think how powerless you would feel if you were in some country that you did not know the language. You know what I mean? Like, it's scary uh oh there it is i fucking knew it to say hello in korean it's i'm gonna say oh 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. 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 Oh, I'm
the cycle of playing, he loses, businessman slaps him. This happens like 10 times, 15 times. Over and over again, this man's face is bruised from all the slaps. Until, <laughs> until eventually he wins. He wins the one game. And it's this monumentous moment of, of victory that he won. He finally won. After all the times he got his little fucking face slapped by this man, he won once. And he took his money and he went back. But the businessman left him with a card and was like, hey, if you want to play something else, man, here's a card. Let me know. And so he calls. They go. Do the first game. They tell them we're going to play red light, green light. You know that game, Sam? You know red light, green light? No, sir. Red light, green light. One person is the captain, if you will. They're the one who's calling the red light, green light. They're at one end of the field. And let's just say 50 yards away is everyone else. The person, the single person on one end turns their back to the group and shouts green light. The whole group commences to run. When the person on the other end says green light and turns around, if you move, you're out. Those are the rules. Okay. Sounds simple. Mm-hmm. But in this game, there's a, a giant doll. A giant doll of like a girl, a girl doll. At one end, that's the, the captain. That's the one calling red light, green light. Once the game starts, it's like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, red light, green light. Red light, green light. And then someone fucks up on the red light and they move. And then you hear a gunshot. Pow, and they're down. And then you notice... There's the, they're in this giant field, but they're surrounded by walls to make it look like it's sky. And on these walls up high, you see squares with rifles pointed out, automatic rifles. Oh, and, this, and this giant robot like doll has like special cameras to sense movement. So if you fucking move even a little bit, it activates it and pow, shoots you. That was episode one. And I didn't even tell you all of episode one. That was just like 5% of episode one. You know, I was at my friend's house yesterday and what, what did you say it was called again? Wait, games. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, someone mentioned this to me. I, I forget shit like all the time. But I'm like, someone mentioned this to me. We're going to try to watch it. But, but I'm like, mm, I'll watch it when I'm more focused because I didn't want to watch it and then just like stop. No, you, yeah, this isn't that kind of show for sure. Okay. Is it an actual game show or is it just a show about a game show? Oh, it's a drama. It's a it's oh, a drama. Okay. 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 Yeah, dude. This fuck dude, this fucking show, dude. Like, okay. The the creator of the show, this is something I heard about the, the creation of the of the whole thing and everything, but apparently the writer wrote this show maybe 10, what was it 10, 15 years ago? 10, 15 years ago, wrote the script, pitched it to the studios. And they all said no. They all said no. Okay. Why? And now it's, one, it, now it's one of the greatest TV shows ever seen. Like That's what everyone's saying. It's one of the best shows they've ever watched. Why did they deny it? No one knows. But now we have that argument, right? Why? Why they argue? And people are saying like, oh, it's so inspiring. Yeah, never give up. And yeah, yeah. But then I, I just read something. Someone pointing out like about how... Everyone's commenting about how inspiring this is. Yeah, never give up. Yeah. But then those who are writers and screenwriters and playwrights, whatever you write, right? 
they're like, this is just an example of how fucked up the industry is. This great story has been buried for 10 to 15 years because why? I don't know. Some executive didn't want to pass it or it wasn't, I don't know, next in line to suckle the titty of, you know, the industry. Like who knows what the reason is, right? But that just goes to show you, I don't know if how many people there are in the industry trying to make it or of how suspicious the industry is and how they pick what they pick. Exactly. But yeah, dude, it fucking shows amazing. And then just any, dude, I've been, I've been, dude, I've been on a run these past couple of years with like Korean films and whatnot. Like, are you a fan of those? Um, I really don't watch like TV or Instagram or anything. Um, oh, you're a woman of the world, I see. <laughs> I just, I, I just don't really watch anything. And sometimes it's hard when people recommend it because if it's not something that I feel like I'd normally like, I won't watch it, but that's just me not giving it a chance, you know? Fair enough. Are you, are you kind of person who's a little nervous to try new things? No, not trying new things, but I just like, I lose interest quick in a lot of things. Mm. All right. All right. All right. Yo, Lennon, I'm going to do the, uh, I'm going to do the, uh, the James Limpton, God damn, my desk is falling apart. I'm going to do the James Lipton. I believe that's his name. The late, great James Lipton. Final questions that he would ask at the end of his show inside the actor studio. I'm going to ask you these questions. Are you ready? Okay. Shoot. Okay. Question one. What turns you on? And by that, I mean, what makes you happy, you know, in life? Um, coffee, cold weather, nature. Uh, big ass jeeps, <laughs> motorcycles. Just, sorry, they're gonna be like a big ass jeep. <laughs> a big ass. <laughs> Period. Thank you. End of story. That's it. And that's all. I love. I love it. I love it. I didn't hear Johnny Depp in there once. Johnny, my grandpa used to call him Johnny Depp. Shit. <laughs> oh my god! By the way, that's funny. Grandpa, rest in peace. You know what I mean? Yo, freaking Johnny Depp. Sorry, I'll continue the questions. But I've always known you as a huge Johnny Depp fan. How do you feel about what's been, what's happened to him throughout these years with like his ex wife? Yeah. Like, dude, no one ever believes the male victim when there's domestic abuse and it's horrible. Well, I'm like, uh, oh, absolutely. Trust me. And, you know, everybody vouched for him because the guy's. The guy's an angel, you know? Yeah, he drinks a lot, but guess what? So do I. But just because he's in the public eye, he's painted to look as the bad guy, but everyone's like, no fucking way. Everyone's just straight up, no fucking way is this guy capable of doing that. Yeah, I I don't. It's just just so annoying, man. It's just heartbreaking. She also has problems, too. Oh, dude, I bet after hearing their story, I can imagine. I can imagine. I love Johnny Depp. I love him so much. Oh, he's absolutely amazing. Sweetheart. Absolute sweetheart, like you say. Sweetheart. Mm Mm-hmm. Gentleman, kind, funny. You know, I would I would tip his dick. You know, I'd be like, good dick. You know, I'd be like, I'm I'm not gay, but you know, respect. I'll not like Tom Brady. Tom Brady, (laughs) my jaw drops to the floor if I see that man. You know, I'm like, oh respect. But uh, anyways, moving on. <laughs> All right. Next question. What turns you off? What upsets you? Um, 
people uh okay so people who judge somebody else without even knowing them first or they'll judge somebody else by word of mouth you know like they won't give this person a chance you know to just be them that they're always going to listen to other people oh i hate her oh i hate her too you know i hate bullies yeah people with like problems and self-esteem issues you know you don't know yourself too well you don't like yourself too much you got to project that onto other folks very unnecessary all right right, let's see if they have a problem um if they've got a problem they don't you know communicate like adults they they run around what was me uh tell other people not to talk to me oh excuse me (laughs) give me a second doors crack i gotta be quiet Sec. Steph's going in session. It got to be next. Quiet. Um. All right. Dig it. Dig it. Next question. Um. Other than the job you have right now, what would be a dream job you would like to have? Like, what job would you love to have, or curious to have? My photography. Yeah. Just to take my photography full time. Why? Where where does that passion come from? Um, You know, I like the arts. I like film and photography because I like things that tell stories without actually having to tell a story. Yeah. Um, I like the emotion of it, like how deep it can get. And I want to create a life for myself where, you know, work and life balance are like kind of equal you know like I want to love what I do and I want to be my own boss and like I can I can edit like take pictures and edit for hours and I'll never get tired of it so it's like I want that to be my livelihood because I can pick and choose clients I can pick and choose hours you know I just want my freedom because I spent most of my life just trapped mentally really Yo, you ever think of like for a side gig, like you say that you, cause I think it's such a, like photography is a wonderful skill to have on its own for sure. But it's, you said that you love to, like you can edit and like, it doesn't bother you. Like you're not, like, you know, you love editing, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, have you ever thought about getting some sort of like, some sort of gig to like edit for some big photographer, like and like mentor or something and work your way up or like something like that? Um, yeah, I actually have been looking, you know, to try to put like step, like, uh, what's that saying? Put my foot, put my foot in the door, get my foot through the door. I don't know. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Right on then. That's, that's dope, Sam, to have that kind of dedication to edit something like a photo. Cause no one knows how much time goes into one image, you know? Exactly. And I've had a lot of people be very rude and, you know, disrespectful, like, I have so many war stories about photography. I'm not even going to get into it. It's going to piss mm, me off. That'll be the next episode. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next question. What job would you not ever like to have? Um, Fast food. Fast food. Mm. Is there any particular spot that you're totally anti-working there? Mm-hmm. Tell, 
Can you tell me? I you know, bad... everywhere. I will not. <gasps> I will not cater to stupid people. Um, no, just no. I just everything's a fat ass no in that in that part. <laughs> dig it, dig it. All right, let's see. Next question. I got turn. All right, final question. Okay. If if you believe if there is a heaven, okay, there's a God and all that. And uh, the day, the moment you get to the pearly gates of heaven, yeah. And uh, what do you hope? What do you hope God will tell you when God sees you at the gates? What I hope God will tell me is where my sister's at. Where is she waiting for me? That's beautiful. And I know my grandpa, my, my grandma, and my aunt will be right next to her. I just want to be where they at. <laughs> well, right here, Mia. Get over here. What took you so long? I know. Oh, you're going to yeah. make me cry. That's nice. No, it's beautiful. And that says a lot about you, Sam. Usually people, even me included, people like when they're, when they're asked that question, they'll be like, oh, I hope God tells me you did good or hope God says this or that to me. But it's very telling of you, Sam. You were hoping to see your sister. You were thinking of someone else other than yourself. That's one of the biggest, best qualities of you, Sam. You're a very selfless person. But I hope you carry it. But I hope you carry that with balance and hope you know your worth, you know, that you that you matter enough to be cared for and care for yourself. You know what I mean? Thank you. Heck yeah. No worries. God, I think that's a good note to end this episode on. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. That was a beautiful note. All right. Well, hey, uh, that was part two. That was part two. We'll just like say, yo, Sam, tell people where they can find you. (laughs) Uh, What do you mean? Because it's going to be on mine and yours probably because you're going to post this on your on your podcast. Right. Cool. Then I'm posting this on mine as well. So let them know, like, what's your what's your tell them about your show, what it's about, your photography, if you want Um, your moment. Okay. well, my podcast is called Rebel with a Thought and you can find it on Anchor, but it also streams through the platforms. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but like Spotify, um, I don't know if it makes it to Apple Podcasts, but Rebel with a Thought is where it's at. And my photography is Samantha Dean Photography. So if anybody needs any photography needs, I'm an L.A. photographer. Please do check out my page and hit me up. And share some love for Mr. Brogan himself. Uh, the one and only Stephen Brogan Cortez. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know me, y'all. You know me. Go check out my handles. I don't. You can see my stuff. Stephen underscore Brogan underscore Cortez. This has been the Why the If Not podcast slash the Rebel with a Thought. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Stephen. Yeah, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, Lord. That was episode 38. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, hey, I hope you subscribe, like the stuff. I don't know. Do what you can. Share it. Have fun. Where are you from? That's my can you hear my puppy's feet. That's my puppy's feet. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. It's the Why the F Not podcast with Stephen Brogan Cortez. That's me. Uh, shoot us a message. Maybe there's a question linked to the podcast. I don't know, but I've got to figure out a way to communicate with y'all. Maybe I'll make a podcast. Or just follow me on Instagram, Stephen underscore Brogan underscore Cortez. Shoot me a question. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. Don't forget you're enough. You're more than enough. 
It's amazing how enough you are. Bye.